They say your second life begins when you realize that you only have one life to live. Welcome to your second life podcast. I am your host, Colleen Kelly. If you feel like you've been in a hamster wheel and you just can't get out, you are stuck in your life, be it your relationships, be it your job, be it your career, be it your day-to-day habits, then this is the place for you. In this podcast, we dive into the things that are truly gonna propel you to that second life. The life where you are living life on your terms. You love what you do every single day. We are going to move the mountain that is the barrier between you and the life that you desire so much. You are here because something showed you your wound and we are going to use that wound to show us our path. And I am here to unlock it all with you. Gratitude is the antidote. The happiness hack that is actually backed by science is what we're talking about today. I dove into some research behind the science of gratitude and found a plethora of information, you guys. Gratitude is increasingly being questioned by scientists and physicians as a key to human well-being. And it doesn't surprise me because when I started truly implementing gratitude into my life, I saw big changes. Double-blind placebo-controlled studies showed correlations between a daily practice of gratitude and an increase in happiness and even sleep quality, which especially if y'all are parents, you know, sleep quality is golden. So if y'all are on the hamster wheel that you just can't get off of and simply want happiness again, then a true practice of gratitude, implementing that into your life just might be your answer. Gratitude is powerful because it shifts your attention with nothing to do or think about, any human mind is going to begin to follow random patterns. Some of these are serving you, but most of the time they are not going to serve you. These patterns that you engage in when you're not consciously thinking. Think those like autopilot things that we've talked about before on the show. Attention will be attracted to whatever is most problematic at the moment because us as humans really enjoy problems. And when we have problems, it brings significance to our life. It brings certainty to our life. It brings uncertainty to our lives. It brings all of these different things into our life that we crave as human beings. So whatever is the most problematic at the moment is what you'll focus on. And it could be real pain. It could be imaginary pain or recent grudges, long-term frustration what have you. But the truth of the matter is, if you choose to spend your time and attention ruminating and focused on all of those negative things in your life, you're going to be living this unfulfilled life that you're going to be like in this circling pattern of unfulfillment that you can't figure out why. On the contrary, if you can use gratitude to rewire your brain, you can shift your thoughts towards positivity. Most people think that they need their external circumstances to be perfect in order to be joyful. However, with gratitude, it's like this whole new, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, happiness hack. Gratitude is independent of external circumstances. It makes ordinary moments in our lives joyful and it switches our default state of mind from this negative place to a place of appreciation and positivity. And the coolest thing about gratitude and practicing gratitude, truly practicing it, is you can go there in any place, at any time, in any moment. And all it takes is a recall of memories, a recall of things in your life, a recall of just true appreciation that you have. I had this conversation with my mother-in-law sometime back. It might have even been about a year ago now. 
And we had this long conversation and she said, you know, what you said about gratitude was so profound and it's affected my life so much. And here's what I told her. I said, it's literally impossible to feel both angry and appreciative. It's impossible to feel frustration and gratitude. It's impossible to feel jealousy and true gratitude. Like it's impossible to feel other emotions other than gratitude when you are feeling true, truly grateful for something. And, you know, the reason she said it was so profound is because she started using it in her life and she started seeing how that was really true. And it's this flip of the mind. It's this switch of the mind. And when it happens, like there's just this unlocking of this whole other realm, this whole other world that you can dive into, tap into in any moment that you really need it, right? In those moments of frustration, in those moments of anger and despair and all of the things that we feel as humans, right? But when you are able to tap and go, bam, right into that gratitude, everything starts to change for you. Dr. Melanie Greenberg writes, feeling and expressing gratitude turns our mental focus to the positive, which compensates for our brain's natural tendency to feel focused on threats, worries, and negative aspects of life. As such, gratitude creates positive emotions like joy, love, and contentment, which research shows can undo the grip of negative emotions like anxiety. Fostering gratitude can also broaden your thinking and create positive cycles of thinking and behaving in healthy, positive ways. So ladies and gentlemen, gratitude is the antidote to fill in the blank, literally. (laughs) And I know that that sounds, I don't know, it could sound like hippy dippy to you. It could sound, I don't know, however it's sounding, right? When I first learned about gratitude and the practice, the true practice of gratitude, I kind of was like, I don't think so. Like that's, that's, that's not possible. You know, like one thing going to one place and feeling gratitude for something is going to like change my whole world, but it does. When you're experiencing these true feelings of gratitude, there's no space for anything else. And gratitude realigns immediately your attention and focus onto the positive. It's not a gradual process. It's an immediate bam, boom, bang process. So I started practicing this with my family a while back. Um, Every night we pray over our dinner before we eat. But when I really wanted to make an intentional place for gratitude to show up and not just my own life, but for my whole entire family's life, I asked everyone to start to say what they were thankful for that day as we prayed over our food. And the coolest thing about this is it shows the little things that we're grateful for. You know, if it rained that day, we live in California, (laughs) Um, a hug that somebody offered us, time with certain people, even technology to be able to do certain things that day or whatever, what have you, right? But also showed the big things like our love for each other, our hearts, and so much more. And hearing my three-year-old Austin think back on his day and kind of, you know, remember certain things that really stuck out to him as cool and tell us what he thought, you know, was really great about his day and, and that he feels so thankful for. And that brings me gratitude in and of itself and, and just on a whole other level. But, you know, when we started doing this, it, it really started 
changing things for all of us because we weren't just praying over our food and blessings on our brains and gifts in type of way where it's just like, boom, get it done, you know, like thank the Lord and eat our food. It was like, we're going to thank the Lord, but we're also going to thank the Lord for something really cool that happened that day. And in a sea of heaviness and darkness and, you know, whatever that day could have brought, we could find one thing to be really grateful for. And that can change everything. And it does change everything. Okay. So all of my creatives hang in there with me for just a little bit. The next part is for all of my scientific peeps. Neuroplasticity is considered to be one of the most important discoveries of neuroscience in the past 20 years. Studies show that learning new skills such as how to juggle or speak a foreign language can cause the brain to grow in new and different ways. But this brain transformation isn't only affected by what we do. It can also come about due to how we think and feel. Our lifestyle and behavior can be significantly influenced by the way our brain is shaped, says Dr. Fidel Zidane. We all have different pathways that can facilitate different behaviors. If you overuse regions associated with depression, then the pathways for happiness, which are not being used, become weaker. It's just like a muscle and, and you working it out at the gym, right? So conversely, if you repeatedly engaged in regions associated with gratitude, it strengthens that neutral pathway for happiness. And the neuroscience backs the popular notion that we are what we repeatedly do. So neuroplasticity prolongs the beliefs of gratitude exercises far beyond the five minutes that you engage in the exercise. It actually changes your perception of the world. I've found that attaching the practice to an existing habit increases our chances of sticking with it, with anything, but especially with this. Like I mentioned, for us, it's as we pray before we eat dinner each night. For you, it could be first thing in the morning or right after lunch or maybe even before you go to sleep. So I want to give you guys a couple helpful tools to get you started on this if it's totally new to you. There's a thing called the five-minute journal. It literally takes five minutes every day, and it's wonderful because it just lists it out for you. And then if it is written down in journal form, you can always go back and kind of like read through old stuff that you've put in there, and it's just kind of nice to see how you've grown in your gratitude journey. Speaking it with someone like I do with my family is a really good way to keep you accountable every day for one, but also to just hear what other people are thankful for too. It's, it's really nice to hear what my family is thankful for. And if you don't want to write your gratitude down or talk to somebody about it, Tony Robbins has a simple like visualization technique that might serve you as well. So I will link all of that. And then there's actually an app that I'll link to that could be really helpful for you. With the Tony Robbins thing, it's this practice that he calls priming. And, you know, in, in my best world, I would do this every single morning because it, it changes everything. And it, it's that gratitude component that really like takes it to the next level. The method you adopt doesn't really matter, but moving forward, your attention away from entitlement and into gratitude can transform your life. Entitlement is optional. It's not forced on us. It's something we choose. And we rarely benefit from that choice. That emergency surgery, the one that saved your life when you ruptured appendix was removed. The doctor left a scar. We can choose to be grateful for our next breath, or we can find a way to be enraged to the point that given how much it costs, how much training the doctor had, that scar really ought to be a lot smaller. And on top of that, he wasn't very nice. We're entitled to a nice doctor. 
or we can choose to be grateful. Entitlement gets us nothing but headache. It blinds us to what's possible. It insulates us from the magic of gratitude. And most of all, it lets us off the hook, pushing us away from taking responsibility and action and toward appointing blame and anger instead. Gratitude, on the other hand, is just a valid choice, except that gratitude makes us open to possibility. It brings us closer to others and it makes us happier. There's a simple hack at work here. We're not grateful because we're happy. We're happy because we're grateful. And that is by Seth Godin. If you're listening to this, and I'll be the first to tell you, you have plenty of things to be grateful for. We all have a choice in every moment on how we can spend our attention. A choice to either live in a negative space where we're ruminating over our problems or to live in a joyful place where we're focused on our blessings. A choice to be miserable or a choice to be happy. So choose wisely. One more tool that I want to leave you guys with today to help if you're feeling stuck getting started. Sometimes you know that you have so much to be grateful for, but if somebody could help point it out to you or drag it out of you, it it could be a little bit more helpful for you. So um, this is from Tony Robbins himself. And he calls this the seven powerful questions that you must ask every day. So I'm going to give those seven to you right now to help you get started. The first is, what am I happy about? What about that makes me happy and how does that make me feel? Number two, what am I excited about? What about that makes me excited and how does that make me feel? What are you proud of? What about that makes you proud And how does that make you feel? What are you grateful for? What about that makes you grateful? And how does that make you feel? What are you enjoying in life? What about that makes you enjoy life? And how does that make you feel? What are you committed to? What makes you committed? And how does that make you feel? Who do you love? Who loves me? And how does that make me feel? I wish you guys all the love and gratitude and hear this. I am so grateful for each and every one of you for tuning in and listening. And I hope that this is just one step to getting off the hamster wheel. It's not going to solve all the problems in the world, but it can put you in a state of mind that's going to help you solve all the problems in your world. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. If you've liked what you've heard, please share it on social media. Tag me, Colleen M. Kelly. That's two L's, two E's in Colleen, K-E-L-L-Y. Leave a comment or a five-star review for me. That helps me prepare for next week. I read your guys' comments every single week and truly look forward to them so that I can continue to serve and bring value to you all on a weekly basis. I love y'all so much. I'll talk to you next time.